2: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Do you want to talk to the guy that scored the game winner? Actually, hang on a second. Andrew.
0: Get Kyle on line one, please. Can you get, can you get Kyle Hebert on, on line one? I got him on line one, well, gentlemen. Well, then let's go to the Brown and Crouben celebrity line. That's right, Kyle Hebert of your St. Louis City SC. The man who scored the game winner on Saturday night to put you up 3-0 now in the inaugural season is joining us. Kyle, congratulations on not only the personal success on Saturday but uh, being 3-0 and thus far, this MLS league is pretty easy, huh?
2: <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but, uh, no, c- we c- had c- to, to fight for all three of the wins, and I think we ended up going behind in all three of the games. Um, so we're making it a little harder on ourselves, but getting the job done in the end.
1: Yeah, so Kyle, that's right where I was going to go with you on this one, is you're down 1-0 there, and then you guys battle back right before halftime to even it up. And then, so what was the strategy then at halftime? Like, what did Bradley talk about, or you guys as a group talk about what you were going to try and do early in that second half to try and gain the advantage?
2: Yeah, I mean, we know always going on the road, you know, 1v1 duels all over the field um, are are so important, just fighting and scrapping. And And then off of those 1v1 duels, the ball pops up in areas. And then just being the team that's able to pick up those second balls, you know, when we go long, they go long that changes the ebbs and flows and momentum of the game I thought we did a good job of that in the second half Kyle
0: when you guys so as you mentioned you guys have gotten down three straight times now yet you've rallied back three straight times what what is it about this team that has already despite being the first year shows that grit and did you see that in you know the basically the preseason the lead up to the season
2: yeah, I think I saw a couple things that made me confident in this team's ability. One was just the cohesiveness right off the bat. Like, I think from top to bottom, we've got a locker room of guys who, you know, care about each other, who want to who wanna be around each other. So these road trips are a lot of fun. And then you can also see within that there's a, there's a gritty competitiveness that, that flows through the whole team. And I think that gives us confidence that no matter what happens early on in games or if we fall behind, yeah, we'll be able to do what it takes to, to try and fight and find a goal, find an equalizer, and then eventually find a winner.
1: So, Kyle, take us through your goal uh, right there because I think it was at the 74th minute of the game and ball comes across and you get a header on it. Was that Was that play designed for an opportunity like that or were you just in the right spot at the right time and you took advantage of the moment?
2: Yeah, there's a, there's a couple different different options. You know, Edu serves uh, serves a great ball in. Um, you know really heavy and and really test the back line putting it in between you know the back line and the goalie so it's tough for the defenders to get there and clear it or for the goalie to get there and then we've got a couple runs actually in front of me that I think it looks like someone's going to touch the ball and so everyone kind of pauses but you know just kind of putting myself in a dangerous spot for if the ball does trickle through that that I'm in a goal scoring position is, is what I try and do.
0: Kyle Hebert, the man who scored the game-winning goal for City SC on Saturday night in a two-one victory over Portland, joins us right now in the fast lane with Jamie Rivers. I'm Anthony Salter. So, Kyle, you had you had committed to Missouri State University, so you're familiar with this area. What was it like then to join City SC? I imagine that you know the moment's kind of special for you, given again since you, you had committed to Missouri State at one point.
2: Yeah, yeah. Missouri State, you know, is three hours away, and so it kind of felt like when I signed for St. Louis City SC, the second team in 2022, that I was I was functioning like a little bit of a homegrown player. Even though I was from three hours away, I was from in the Midwest. St. Louis was the closest MLS team um, to where I went to college. Funnily enough, my wife, Cassidy, is from St. Louis. Her family's all here, so it was the perfect fit for me and, and my family from the from the jump, and we're so happy that we get to be here and, and I get to play professional soccer here.
1: All right, Kyle, let's dive back into the history of your career because I'm from Ottawa, Canada. I ended up here drafted by the Blues and then retired here following my hockey career. You're from Manitoba. How does a kid from Manitoba carve his path all the way down to St. Louis City, SC, playing in the MLS?
2: Yeah, it's been it's been a long journey for sure. Um, with ups and downs. I, I always was playing soccer as a kid. Um, I ended up getting, when I was uh, 17, I had a couple of caps with the U18, Canada Youth National Team. I think that I was able to add to my resume. And so when I checked out Division One colleges, they could see that that was on there. Missouri State ended up being the best fit, you know, soccer-wise and, and financially-wise in terms of what they could offer me. And then I was actually there for six and a half years I was playing there for three and a half years I had back-to-back season-ending knee injuries my first two seasons and then COVID came and I had another another bonus year so I was really able to develop as a as a player and as a person while at Missouri State quite a bit
1: now where are you from in Manitoba originally uh, just outside of Winnipeg
2: a little town Small town, yeah, La LaSalle, Manitoba, Canada.
1: Yeah, I know it. I, I I haven't been there, but I know of it. I spent some time in Winnipeg. Uh, I know I know a couple of those little towns are there. So, well, congratulations on get finding your way down here to St. Louis because that's an amazing journey. I know myself, growing up, playing a little bit of soccer. It's not the easiest thing to find year round soccer up in Canada. So you you battled the odds on that one. But Kyle, I want to go back to St. Louis City SC, your first game here. In St. Louis. We haven't had the opportunity to talk to anybody yet from the team following that game, but man, what an atmosphere. Like it was 22,000 plus, but it felt like it was 50,000. As a player, you know, to walk us through that, the, the experience of walking out onto the pitch and seeing all the people and realizing, you know, how loud they are and how passionate they are. Walk us through that whole day.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was such a special day for me, just knowing how many people were going to be able to to tune in and watch on on TV. But then also my parents flew in, my sister, my brother-in-law flew in, my wife was there, some of my wife's family, some of our really close family friends were there. So to just have, and even more, there's other people there that I'd grown up with, played soccer with. So it was like a lot of the soccer community and my family that had been supporting me was at that game. And yeah, the atmosphere was absolutely electric. I don't think one person in the twenty-two and a half thousand people sat down the entire game and they were going absolutely nuts. You know, it, it, you know, so fun to play in. No one can hear anything on the field. Like you're trying to, which is part of the experience in the environment. Like you can't really, unless someone's within five feet of you, you can't pass the message along. And so that's where that trust comes in that we have with each other is just knowing where players want to receive the ball, knowing how we want to press and move and shift because it's it's not always the easiest. I can't say to our right back, "Hey, you got to tuck in and and connect with me," he, but he's just got to know that that's what he's doing and you know, Jake does a great job of that. So just little moments like that are what made that experience so so special.
0: Couple more things for Kyle Hebert of St. Louis City SC. Kyle scored the game winner against Portland over the weekend. Kyle, I got to ask you, growing up in Canada, I got so t- two questions. First question is you wound up wound up in soccer and not in hockey. Were you also a hockey player at one point?
2: Uh never organized, just with friends on the river.
0: Okay, fair enough. Second question: Are you a Jets fan? Yes, I am. Wrong <laughs> answer, Kyle. Come on,
1: man. <laughs> yeah, but he's got—he's a Blues fan now, Anthony. Uh, that's not what Kyle said. I know.
2: Well, I, I'm both guys. guys oh I'm both, boy, so Here we go—the whole both thing. No, I support the Jets, but I actually had a chance um earlier this year we got to do some of the with the blues players actually you know juggle the soccer ball around a little bit before the game and so I actually got to meet some of those guys um and and you know so i can i'm supporting both teams now um and if they ever meet in the playoffs then i'll have a serious decision on my hands but uh i'll cross that bridge when i get there see anthony
1: us canadians we're very diplomatic yeah. we're very nice i see that right we mm-hmm. can share the love right you should learn from hey, this I- anthony
2: I appreciate that, Jamie. That's a good word.
0: <laughs>
1: That's right. That's right. We got to stick together, Kyle. So,
0: so you had an opportunity to practice a little bit with the blues players. You said,
2: "Yeah, yeah. Those guys are. Uh, those guys have got some some technique. You can you can see that they do this because I, I think they do it before every game. So I think uh, I've described it as a little unorthodox but effective." Just <laughs> You know,
0: come to think of it, yeah, we've seen them play either the the hacky sack before games, or or they get the soccer ball and they're, they're passing it back and forth. Jamie Jamie has picked up the the uh, sport of soccer a lot a lot quicker than I have because he played hockey. Do you find that there's a lot of similarities between the two sports?
2: Yeah, I think uh, soccer and hockey. You definitely have, in terms of as a defender, what what you're thinking and. You know, you're you're closing down the, the middle. Like we're closing the middle of the goal first, keeping stuff outside. And and I think that the you know in terms of the intensity, hockey's different just because for a lot of it you're just going full speed and the, the pucks in play. You know, unless you have uh, a penalty or an icing or some of these moments. So there, it's like nonstop. Whereas soccer, there's more. You know, it's 90 minutes, and so you've kind of got to measure your energy a little bit differently. Because as a central defender, I usually am not going to get subbed out a game so i got I gotta plan like I gotta work hard, but I also gotta work smart and hockey is just nuts because you just leave everything on the ice forty seconds forty five seconds and then you're off but you know so similar in terms of like work ethic and blue collar, but then different in terms of you know kind of measuring your output I believe
0: Kyle, I want to follow up on that. This is a question that has come up for from our listeners who are city fans and soccer fans. I admittedly don't know the philosophy from team to team in soccer. I'm learning, but, you know, it, it'll take me a little bit. But, Kyle, when it comes to exerting that energy, you guys play a very specific style. And one of the questions that we get from listeners that are, are following you guys is, I wonder how that's going to play itself out over the course of a game and over the course of a season, especially when it gets hotter, can you answer that for us? The style of play you guys defensively are kind of full tilt at all times is is there do you think that there's gonna be an adjustment at some point as the season wears on?
2: Yeah, yeah, I definitely think you know our style is high pressure. Um, you know we want to turn the ball over from the opposition high up the pitch and then immediately turn that in you know into goal scoring opportunities and into goals. Um, which we have done effectively through the first, um, you know, probably the Portland game was the only one we didn't have a goal off a turnover high up the pitch for the Dalton goals. But, yeah, it is it is something where if the teams are able to, to keep the ball and kind of move us around some, then the the drawback would be then maybe you could be exposed or you could run yourself into the ground. But we're actually able to, to drop in and, and be compact And regain our energy again before we go. So it's 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 something that we've practiced for, something we've prepared for, where we're not just one dimensional, where we have to be high up the field, you know, 100% all the time. We can drop in, we can catch our breath, we can be in a block. And so I think just being able to switch back and forth between those two, which we have done in the first three games, you know, especially for our soccer specific and savvy watches, they'll see us sometimes we're in a block. We're gaining our breath. We're waiting for the next trigger um, where we're all going to react and go as one. So I think we'll, we'll be fine. There'll definitely be moments in games when it gets hotter, where both teams are going to be exhausted and dead. And then I'll be, you know, can you grind through those moments and and find a way to win your duels and win your
1: moments. Kyle, last thing for you here uh, as an expansion team, leadership is obviously at the forefront and Bradley Carnell would fall at the top of the food chain when it comes to leadership Uh, What is it about Bradley Carnell that has helped this group come together so quickly? And, you know, what is it about his coaching style that you love?
2: Yeah, I love that. He gives us a lot of freedom as players. You know, he he says he wants us to be, to play by a certain set of of principles where, you know, one of those principles is like we just talked about with pressing that if one of us go, we all go. So that as a team, we're just making unified decisions with and without the ball but then and or just when we get the ball can we look vertical first can we find the quickest way to goal but then there's also freedom and sometimes that's not on so sometimes we can swing it around and i just you know we have a lot of he talks about expressing ourselves on the field he wants us to go out there have fun and express ourselves and so it's a joy to play for him Kyle, it's a
0: joy to chat with you. We appreciate all the insights. We appreciate you coming on. Congratulations on the game winner on Saturday night, and uh, looking forward to chatting with you again soon.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Anthony. I appreciate you guys taking the time.
0: No, we appreciate you. Thanks, Kyle. Go get them, go get them against San Jose this week. Yeah, sounds good. we Will do. All
2: right. Thanks, Kyle. All right, thanks a lot, Kyle.